The main thesis uh, he defends is that there are two types of moral judgment associated with, with two different cognitive processes. The emotional and intuitive ones are called, uh, called deontological, and the conscious control and calculated ones are called consequential. And method is, uh, the method is functional magnetic resonance imaging, uh, using moral dilemmas as proof. This one is the trolley switch dilemma. Uh, Dr. Hanner talked about this. Uh, the dilemma uh, makes that uh, question. Is it morally permissible to solve the problem and thus prevent at the, at the cost of one? And the answer of most, most of the people say yes. Why? Because you solve the problem making a consequentialist calculus in this case. The kind of, of dilemma is impersonal and the kind of moral judgment is consequentialist. The process is conscious and controlled calculation process. And the brain areas involved are dorsolateral and prefrontal cortex. <coughs> the other uh, dilemma is the switch dilemma. Uh, the question is, the only way to save five people is to push a man off the uh, footprint and into the path of technology. Is that morally permissible? The answer of most the people is no. Why? Uh, we defend <coughs> that you feel, you feel emotionally implicated in the problem because you have to feel the, the sadness. The kind of dilemma so is personal and the kind of moral judgment is deontological. The, and the process implicated is emotional process. The brain areas involved are amygdala, the intermedial prefrontal cortex, medial prefrontal uh, cortex. Okay, so now we're going to make uh, 10 philosophical critics uh, to the Swiss proposal. The first one is that, um, is that question, is the use of dilemmas the best way of knowing how our moral brain works? Uh, I, we defend that using dilemmas implies a non-accurate representation of the facts. Uh, one of the critics is that implies a moralistic situation, situations and the decision is conditioned by few, <coughs> by few factors <coughs> and there is limited uh, leeway for experiments in the, in the experiments. <coughs> the experimental design provides limited data on a type of specific situations and extrapolate data uh, to other contexts is very problematic. And, and the third one, adulterated understanding of moral judgment. Green's experiment suggests two different types of moral judgment, intuitional and uh, rational, and however, they may represent
present the opposite poles of the same kind of moral judgment in which two processes are involved, intuition and reason. Now we can see the graphic. Uh, this proposal uh, <coughs> says that there are, there are different items uh, that we call uh, consequenti consequentialist judgment that uh, are the result of impersonal dilemmas and the rational process. And other kind of different uh, judgments uh, would be uh, the ontological ones with personal dilemmas and emotional process. But an alternative proposal, uh, Javier and me, defend that uh, could be uh, only a one, one kind of, of uh, judgment. And uh, this kind of judgment could, could have uh, different level of process of participation. So uh, three dilemmas, uh, six and for six dilemmas, uh, would make uh, people in experiments uh, operate in this pole or in the other, but uh, could be dilemmas that make to uh, change in uh, middle pole. Okay. <coughs> uh, with that creative, we uh, have another very similar. Can the mind be divided into emotional processes and rational processes? Is this division not too simplistic? Is this division not too simplistic? <coughs> is the ontological moral judgment identified exclusively with emotional processes? Do consequentialist, uh, consequentialist moral judgment not introduce any emotional aspects? So if we can ask here, we can answer the question. We think uh, it's very simplistic. Consequentialist moral judgments really less intuitive. Uh, I'll read. Uh, authors uh, such as Kant have criticized <coughs> that the ontological moral judgments are considered less intuitive than consequentialist ones, ones and have presented some dilemmas, such as the white light, where the most intuitive one is the utilitarian judgment and not the deontological one. So, uh, how can the fact that in the dilemma of wildlife and profit choice, the time spent on utilitarian response is less than the time spent on the ontological judgment uh, be explained? This this critique is from Kant. And the answer is, is that Green misunderstands two factors in moral judgment that are quite, quite independent. The content of moral judgment, the ontology uh, versus utilitarian, and the fact of being simply or Consequentialist moral judgments reduced to mathematical calculations. If the consequentialist cognitive process is a pure mathematical calculation, why should it be considered as a moral judgment? Does utilitarianism not imply a moral notion of coolness or dumbness? Is this kind of moral coolness not linked, linked to any kind of moral feeling or intuition? And now Ariel is going to continue. Why we defy the practical rationality with its pragmatic use? For instance, Habermas, in a well-known uh, article in '91, uh, said that there is different uh, uses of practical reason, not only the pragmatic one, but also the moral 
unethical news of practical reason. The first one uh, is related to the evaluation about the best ends, because the ethical one is uh, related to the evaluation about the best ends in human life, and not only with the best means. There is also in Aristotelian uh, meaning difference between uh, ability and authority. And the, the moral use uh, is related to an impartial moral point of view according to uh, that uh, Kantian moral philosophy. Well, our uh, sixth uh, philosophical critique to bring uh, would be what does moral judgment really mean? Which uh, that concept of a uh, judgment, moral judgment, is for me uh, quite confusing. Uh, Green doesn't clarify the concept of moral judgment. Traditionally, moral judgment can mean at least at least two different things. On the one hand, the human ability to make moral judgment, in, uh, in German, uh, and on the other hand, the specific moral statements such as killing is bad, in German, das Urteil. Well, I would question as well the seventh. Does neuroscience lead to naturalized deontologism? I think there was the, <laughs> the physical uh, is uh, to translate to what's understand under the word naturalized. Uh, what kind of uh, naturalization? Uh, naturalization? Naturalization? Uh, there is green reduce from our point of view the philosophical deontologism to a short of rationalization, incapable of normative force, and only dependent of irrational elements, according to Hyde, as uh, Pedro has um, uh, explained before, is in uh, social intuitionism, reduce uh, uh, everything to intuition, the, the, the core of their response, more response that. But uh, it's a really, only a rationalization, there is not rationing. That's the use of ration. Well, here there's an uh, interesting text um, in, um, by Kant, Kritik des Kritischen Vernunft, Kritik of Practical Reason. Uh, and uh, he distinguished between uh, well-being <coughs> and wool, and um, there was in German wohl uh, und weh, and on the other hand, uh, the concept of good and evil, also guten und bösen, is not the same. The first is the psychological, psychological level, and the second one is the moral level. Can distinguish these of uh, levels. Well,
but in ethics, uh, we can uh, justify adjustment in, in both uh, segments. Reason and judgment, or if you have a judgment because of intuition, but you have intuitions, you can, you can justify that the judgment is morally So uh, when Green uh, says that only the reason judgment uh, sequence is in the good one, uh, he pretends to defend utilitarianism, but no utilitarianism. So he criticizes deontologianism because of this categorical juxtaposition, so it's a, a big mistake. So we cannot Green's unreliable 
intuition argument of a, a critic who um, make a Willenberg in a comment uh, on that uh, Green's book. And the, the, the first uh, type of argument is that Green says that we shouldn't aim for a metamorality uh, that is true uh, and we have to search the shared values. So the shared values argument is not aimed at establishing the truth of utilitarianism, rather it is aimed at establish the utilitarianism is uniquely fit to serve as our metamorality. And the second argument defend this deep, um, deep um, uh, pragmatism is that Green considers that our anti-utilitarian intuitions can fail us because they can be oversensitive or undersensitive. They are sensitive to distinctions that are not morally relevant or insensitive to distinctions that are morally relevant. Uh, that's the, the reason because uh, they are not, uh, we, have, we cannot trust on them. By saying that, Green <coughs> is presupposing that there is a moral truth, opposite to the first argument, from which the anti-utilitarian intuition led us away. However, does Green not consider himself agnostic about the moral truth, according to the first argument? There are uh, inconsistencies from our point of view or from uh, <coughs> Wittenberg's uh, point of view. Well, um, that is, I think, uh, it's time, uh, 20 minutes. Uh, some of the um, uh, papers uh, our Thank you very much.